Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining with me. Looking forward to spending some time in the Scriptures as we take time uh, of devotion in the presence of Yehovah together. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining. If you're just tuning in, just write in the comments. Let me know where you're watching from and uh, give us a shout out. We've got a few people uh, logging in already. Uh, we're not going to be in our nighttime uh, broadcast for a little while whilst we get all the move done and things like that. So I appreciate those that can watch live at this time of the day. And for the rest, we welcome you watching later. For all those that are listening by podcast, thanks for joining with us. Please email me, Kenny, at com. Let me know where you're watching from, from, and I hope you're encouraged with the words that we share here at Bulldoze of Faith. Hallelujah. Well, okay. We're going to talk about walking in the Spirit or in the flesh tonight. So I just want to give a shout out to those that are tuned in. We've got Cassandra with us. Welcome. We've got Paula. Good to see you. We've got B. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. And if you do, like I said, if you're on uh, YouTube, don't forget to do uh, the like button as well on YouTube. I see we've got New Day on YouTube. Welcome. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. All right. Look, we're going to press in uh, in prayer and into the Word. What a blessing it is. Uh, you know, this subject is something that just really sets me on fire, I tell you. Um, because it's what we should all be about. You know, build those of faith, living life in the Spirit. How do we get to that place that we are Elohim conscious all the time, all day? Are we meditating on the Word? Are we uh, praying without ceasing? Are we living in the Spirit? Are we practicing the presence of Yehovah? At all times, and sometimes that can sound like a, a difficult task to accomplish. But the more time we spend in the presence of Yahovah, and the more we carry the presence and knowing how to operate in the presence and the will of Yahovah, is really the key. You know, it's not just about you know trying to deal with what we feel, but you know, are our senses all active spiritually? And that's what's important. So Father, we want to thank you for this time. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet. We thank you, Father, that you are a great God. You are a righteous king and we worship you. Thank you for sending Yeshua, the Mashiach, the Messiah, for dying for us and for rising again and for the covenant that we have in him, the new covenant, we are blessed. So we commit this time to you and we ask you just to have your way amongst us. And we pray, Father, that everything that we talk about and do here uh, through this session will bring glory to your name. And more than anything, Father, set the captives free. If there's any areas in our life where we feel like we have blockages or hindrances in the spirit, I want you to do a mighty work within our lives. And I want to encourage you, give Yehovah permission to bring change within our lives. And this is something that I do, you know, on a, on a daily basis. I submit myself to Yehovah. It's not my will, it's your will. May your will be done within my life. So, Father, we thank you for this blessing to be uh, a new creation and to walk in accordance with your will and purpose. Thank you, Father, in Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Thank you, Father. Right, we had a great Zoom call the other night, and uh, we had some interesting conversations about uh, understanding the voice of Elohim, walking in the Spirit, and, and those different things. So we're, we're going to really look at how we touch on some of these uh, subjects, and that's what we're going to bounce into here tonight. I see we've got Lola with us as well. Welcome. Uh, we've also got another saint. Welcome. Good to see you. We've got Clint joining with us as well in uh, Tobago. Good to see you. Thanks for joining. All right. So, like I said, you know, the importance of living life by the Spirit is everything. And, uh, you know, what is the foundation? The foundation is understanding that it is by grace we have been saved. And we need to know what it truly means to operate and function in the grace of Yahovah. And for many people who are coming back to Torah, they find it very difficult understanding how to walk in, in grace. It's not about being works oriented. And what the devil wants to do, he wants you to be failing so much that you don't feel like you're worthy to enter into the presence of Yahovah. But when you see yourself through the blood of Yeshua and you recognize that this faith walk is something that you are growing into. You know, you have got to train your mind. So you might be born again of the Spirit, but you've got to learn how to deal with the old man. You've got to get the old man out. So how does that happen? It doesn't just happen in five seconds. You know, there's a process we have to go through. There's the diligence, the, the discipline, the discipling that needs to take place for us to walk and take hold of the new. And the reason why we go through this is because we have free will. You know, you can say yes to Yeshua and, and you can say, yep, I'm, you know, I'm going to follow you. But then if, if your speech says one thing, and your actions say another then where are you? You know, what do I believe? You know, if you love me, Yeshua said, obey my commands. And, you know, that's how I know you love me. Why? Because I see you obeying the commands. So word and action is vitally important. But when we understand grace, and, and maybe this week we'll, we'll do a session really breaking down grace and I believe it will set a lot of people free. And I'm not talking about from a greasy grace perspective, you know, that some people uh, have this idea that, you know, they can live like hell and just, uh, you know, keep uh, crucifying Messiah all over again. You know, that's not the purpose of grace. But it's understanding if your pursuit is to, uh, is to pursue Elohim and to grow in Elohim and to have a heart after a mighty God, then, you know, in the Tanakh, we look at the mercy and also the grace of Elohim. We see it there. It's not just a New Testament thing that comes along. But, you know, what we discover, we discover, especially looking at the life of uh, the patriarchs, you know, we we see their failings as well as their blessings. And, you know, just think <laughs> how many of you would have dismissed Abraham after he lied about his wife and uh, she was nearly married off uh, to, uh, to a king. You know, how would you feel about him? You know, oh, man, you can't be my elder uh, if that's how you're going to act. You know, he, he had flaws. There was areas of weakness in the flesh. David, how many of you would have d dismissed David after his affair and, you know, murder? 
killing uh, uh, Bathsheba's uh, husband. How many of you would have said, oh, okay, that's fine. But what do we understand from the pages of the Scripture? We're looking at the motive of the heart and the restoration of the heart. And I want you to understand that if you are going to grow in the Spirit and truly know what it means to walk in the Spirit, you've got to recognize that when we fail and and when we make mistakes and when we don't live up to how we should live, are we taking that before the Father? And if you're in a situation where something's out of control and you can't handle it yourself, it's okay to seek counsel, to seek support, to have accountability, to bring you through and out the other side because we have a real enemy. And, you know, the temptations of this world are up there, you know, and to live by the Spirit. You know, there's a verse, I'm trying to think what it is. Let me see if I've, uh, did I have it uh, written here? Um, where is it here? Oh, uh, no, that's not it. I thought I wrote it down here. Let me just have a look. Give me one second. Okay, yeah, I found it. Yeah, I put a couple of notes here on uh, uh, my notes on the computer. Romans chapter 8, <laughs> you know, a great chapter to go through, but I just want to read verse 5. It says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. Okay, and you know, what are we talking about tonight? You know, what's our focus tonight? Walking in the Spirit or walking in the flesh. This is our choice. This is our free will. What are we going to do? How are we going to live this life? Those who live according to the flesh, they set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. And this is the key. If you're struggling with the voice of Elohim, sometimes the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, you know, and because... You've had your mind set on the things of the flesh. It's difficult to hear the voice of the Spirit. And, you know, this is why we have to deal with teshuva, repentance. Um, you know, the more you walk in darkness and disobedience away from Yahovah, the quieter the voice of the Spirit becomes. The more we walk or set our minds on the things of the Spirit, the greater clarity we have in the spirit. This is why we have to be spiritually minded. This is why we have to bring forth the discipline. And there's many elements that come together <laughs> effectively in the ingredients of what it truly means to walk in the spirit. Number one, we've got to get to a place where we're pushing the world out. You know, you've got to have world shutdown time. You know, we just had the shutdown for coronavirus. And for many, I know it's blessed them in the spiritual realm because they've had more time to really delve in in the things of the spirit. For others, it's been more of a stressful time going through the process. <clears throat> but we've got to learn the discipline of what it truly means to be in the Spirit. So my encouragement today is that as we take note of these things, we say, is my mind set on the things of the Spirit? You know, what do we see in the area of setting our minds on the things of the Spirit? Well, Galatians chapter 5 is a good place to go because it gives us the contrast of what is good and, and what is against that of the Spirit. And it, once we 
understand these elements, we can see what the gifts of the Spirit manifest within our lives. And this is what it takes. If you stand from the basis of the flesh on your own, you cannot accomplish the will of Elohim. You can't even live right if you are uh, not submitted to the life of the Spirit. You, you won't be able to function right. You will fail in the flesh. You can't accomplish it. That's why at Mount Sinai, when the children of Israel said, Stop! Stop! We can't take it! They didn't receive the full outpouring of the Spirit manifesting within their lives. They said, Oh no, just talk through Moshe. Let him speak to us. Let us have a mediator. Because we, we are so sinful, we're going to die. And this is what happens to us when we see the holiness of Elohim. And we recognize what the curtain was, that the veil was torn in the temple from the top to the bottom. And what I love about it being torn from the top to the bottom is it wasn't something done by man. Man would have started at the bottom and ripped it all the way up to the top. But it, this is a, a demonstration by Elohim. He said, I am tearing the curtain and I am inviting you in to the Holy of Holies. By the blood of Yeshua, you can walk in. And when we look at the temple in the natural realm and what we see here on earth, just remember, it's only a foreshadow of that which is in heaven. So where is the true authority? The true authority and the true order is in the heavenly realm. And as a born-again, blood-washed <laughs> believer, you have authority to operate and function within the kingdom of Elohim right here and right now. So it says in uh, verse 16 of Galatians chapter 5, So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. So there's a conflict they're in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the consequences of the law. You're not under the law of sin. Okay, so basically what are we talking about here? We're talking about this conflict that takes place. But what I love about this portion of Scripture, it says, But if you are led by the Spirit. So, you know, here's the good news. The good news is what I do and how I function for me in walking in the Spirit might not be the same as you because our callings might be different. We're, we walk in a different way. We do different things for the kingdom. So I can share with you things that I do, and that's the whole reason why we do these devotion times as we open up the Scripture. I want you to see in uh, to my time as I open up the Word on a daily basis so that you can experience some of the things that the Father is opening up to me and sharing in my life and, and through my life. And that's the blessing of us, you know, doing these devotions as much as possible. It's not every single day. It's as much as possible. But just look at last night. Last night, here I was in the studio for a few hours and in the place of prayer and just meditating on the Word, going through the Scripture. And there was four times I went to start the broadcast uh, for us to do the devotion time last night. And the Holy Spirit said, no. He said that that's not for this moment. What was so important was that intimate time in the presence of Yahovah. And prayer is such a vitally important part of our life. 
your dependence and my dependence is not on the basis of man and what man can give me, no matter how we see man or, or instructions from man, but it's about being in the presence of Yehovah. And the reason we don't have a time that we start, we don't come on at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the morning, we don't set a time because we need to be led by the Spirit. What's the Father saying and what's he doing? And, you know, if he says not today, that's it. It's not today. It's not about what we want or we want to do. But it was such an incredible time yesterday in the presence of Yahovah. I needed the refreshing that I received as I sat here in preparation to go live. And then in the end, I didn't even get to go live. But that's okay. The Father knows because the work that was being done was vitally important. And these are keys of what it truly means to live in the Spirit that I want to encourage you with. Is, you know, we're not just trying to find out how to hear the voice of God, how to walk in the Spirit uh, from an intellectual uh, position. But we're trying to learn from the basis of being led by the Spirit. So the things I do... I want to do in accordance with the leading of the Ruach HaKodesh. So what's the Ruach HaKodesh saying to you today? What's he saying to me today? Are we walking? Uh, you know, are we tuned in to what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying? And there's a huge battle that's going on. And in the midst of that battle, it's, it's understanding this. You know, in Galatians 5, it's 16 at the beginning. You know, and I've shared this before uh, on another devotion, but... It, it, that first line, this is what Paul says, So I say, live by the Spirit. You know, look, it's not a command. You can choose not to, but if you want to experience the glory of Yehovah manifesting within your life, so I say, live by the Spirit. This is what it's going to take. If you want to live by the Spirit, you cannot gratify the desires of the sinful nature. And that, that might take a little bit to get over, and it's going to take a number of things, your Bible study, your time in prayer, you know, switching off or, or walking away from uh, things that other people might think are okay and doing, and saying, no, I need to be what? Set apart in the presence of Yahovah. Now, the world hates it, you know, because the world can't stand those who live by the Spirit. They don't understand that at all, you know? First uh, John uh, chapter 2, verse 16, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions is not from the Father, but it's from the world. So, you know, there are those desires, those, those things that go on. And, you know, it's okay to have those, those desires and those things. The question is, what are you going to do with it? Are we going to... Uh, you know, dismiss things that are leading to a worldly, sinful, uh, carnal uh, direction and choose the things of the Spirit, that is entirely up to you. You want to see the glory of Yehovah manifest? Are you ready for signs and wonders and miracles? Are you ready for the breakthrough? Then what we need more than anything is we need to be led by the Spirit. And we need to hear the voice of the Spirit. And at the beginning, sometimes it can be a panic. You know, Clint is with us tonight. You know, he was sharing about coming out of uh, the background as a, a Jehovah Witness into uh, uh, faith in Messiah. And, you know, when you have been taught and told that the 
gifts of the Spirit are not for today, that the, the Holy Spirit doesn't speak today, you've just got to follow uh, religion and so on and so forth. When you've got these things in your mind, it's very difficult to be tuned in to what is the life of the Spirit. You know, how many times have I been on traveling within the Hebraic environment where people have come up to me weeping after we've spoken, people have been healed and lives have been changed and transformed and they, they come up weeping. They're like, you know, 10 years ago, I walked away from the life of the Spirit because people were telling me that this is not right, you know? Where is prophecy? Where are the words of knowledge that should be taking place today? And all these things are getting pushed down and pushed down by people who are saying, well, you know, we don't, we don't want that. Oh, that's just too Pentecostal. Look, I don't know about you, but I want to be fully shavuotted. <laughs> that's my new word, shavuotted. You know, uh, you know, I want to be walking as in the day of Pentecost. Shavuot. I want to experience the richness of, and the boldness of Yahovah, the signs and wonders and the miracles as we are led by the Spirit. So anyone, if you're around people that deny the work of the Spirit, if you're around people who dismiss prophecy, the gift of prophecy, if they say, well, you know, if someone says this is what God says, and oh, I don't, I don't like it when they say this is what God says because, you know, you know, who do they think they are? Are they going to speak on behalf of Elohim? yes. <laughs> you are born of the Spirit. You're an ambassador. You can open your mouth and say, this is what God is saying. Yahovah is saying this. Why? Let him speak through your life words of truth into the lives of others. We need the spiritual gifts to be in a full flow if we're going to experience, um, you know, Maturity in the body of Messiah. So any groups, any individuals that deny the workings of the Spirit and ask them, listen, don't waste your time around people that don't want to flow in the, the life of the Spirit, that don't want to be led by the Spirit. If you find people like that and they, their whole excuse is, well, you know, I don't like tongues. You know, if it's not a foreign language, it can't be tongues. Well, we just talked about Cornelius in the book of Acts and they were all filled with the Spirit speaking in tongues and the other Jews that were there recognized it was just like what happened in Acts chapter 2 and the outpouring of the Spirit. And look how many people heard the, the kingdom being proclaimed in their own language. Yeah, out of that, uh, you know, 120 uh, people proclaiming, you know, they weren't speaking other languages, but the other people were hearing an interpretation of what was taking place. And they said it was just the same at Cornelius' house. There wasn't a whole bunch of people that all spoke all different languages that needed interpretation. The Holy Spirit poured out. They were filled with the Spirit. They spoke in tongues. They were being transformed. And they're like, this is just what happened. It's the same thing. So if you're around people that tell you, wait a second, you know, no, tongues are not for today. Well, <laughs> Yeshua is raised from the dead. The gifts of the Spirit are given to us. It's in our Messianic writings. It's in the Scriptures. So if you hear that, make a decision. These are not people 
you should follow. Don't spend any time with them. Why? Because you don't want to be pushed down the channel. <laughs> I see like the fiber channel of religion. We want to be in relationship and we want to see the fullness. And listen, you know, we want to be learned. We want to learn. We want to receive the wisdom from Yahovah as we see in James chapter 1. If you lack wisdom, ask and it will be given to you. I love about, what I love about reading the scriptures is sometimes I'm reading the scriptures and I'm ministering. All of a sudden, revelation just comes out and understanding in what I'm reading. And it's just flowing as we're reading it. It's just flowing as we're talking about it. So there's a conflict that goes on. And here's the reality. There is a conflict in the body of Messiah concerning the gifts of the Spirit and the function of the Spirit. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I I minister in camps that don't walk in the Spirit. But I bring the Spirit. I'm not going to submit under that system or under that way. Because we need to be filled with the Spirit. We should be having signs and wonders and miracles as a normal part of our lifestyle. The raising of the dead is elementary. Hallelujah. So anyway, in this conflict uh, uh, between the flesh and, and the Spirit, the world dismisses the things of the Spirit. People who are not filled with the Spirit or have no desire for spiritual things, they mock those who want to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. So, you know, we need everything to be functioning. But anyway, I want to keep reading this. Uh, They're at conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. Let me tell you something. Those demonic strongholds to pull you down from being led by the Spirit to operate in the Spirit, you know, it is, it is a, a huge battle that goes on. But when you discipline yourself, when you meditate on the Word from a spiritual perspective, when the Ruach HaKodesh is your counselor and your teacher, and that's where he has to be. So you don't learn because someone teaches. When someone teaches, they should be teaching you to know the Spirit more so that you can understand and have a direct connection to the Father. You have no mediator through a priest, through a preacher, (laughs) through an intercessor. You don't need a mediator. You can go direct into the presence of Elohim. Yeshua is our mediator. And that's available to us right now. And that's how we're called to function. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under law. You're not under the The law of the flesh. That's what it's talking about. And here we go in 19. The act of the sinful nature. They're obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, uh, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of Elohim. But, hallelujah, the fruit of the Spirit is love, it's joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Messiah Yeshua have crucified the sinful nature. And this, this, is, this is the extent of what we have to get to. 
you have got to crucify the sinful nature. And, you know, because of uh, some people's upbringing and faith, they've not truly been taught about crucifying the sinful nature. Because we look around and we compare ourselves to others. And this is what I went through in my childhood. Uh, you know, it's, you know, 15 years old. I'm like, where is the witness? I saw people devoted to Elohim, who loved Elohim, who prayed, who uh, were righteous, doing all these different things. And yet they struggled with things like the voice of the Spirit, walking in the Spirit. And there I was in my childhood, I'd have words of knowledge, prophecies, and this would all just be coming out. Why? Because I spent time in the closet, literally, quite literally, my bedroom in the closet. And I said, you know what, Father, I'm not leaving until I receive from you. And I wouldn't leave until I received from the Spirit, until I heard from the Spirit speaking to me. And I spent my time, hours and hours and hours, meditating on the Word and pressing in. And then I I started walking around and saying, Father, I want to be Elohim conscious, be God conscious all the time. If you need me, if there's something that, that needs my attention, I want to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts that understand. And this is so important in our faith walk. Okay, so those who belong to Messiah Yeshua have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. You know, we know these two things, passion and desire. We know they are strong, (laughs) very strong. So what have you got to do with the passions and desire of the sinful nature? You've got to crucify it, effectively nail it to the execution stake. You know, because it's wanting to resist and it wants to play a part within your life. You've got to say, no, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. So we see a lot of let us within this. Okay, let us keep in step. Let us not become conceited. And, you know, This is how it is going to work when we walk together in the things of the Spirit. And, you know, there's something amazing about boldness that manifests on a greater level in the corporate setting. It really is awesome. You know, you can see boldness on an individual standing on their own, but you watch when it corporately comes together in the body of Messiah. It's an amazing thing to witness. So, In the introduction of what we're sharing on tonight, we're sharing on walking in the Spirit or in the flesh. We've got choices to make, but in those choices, we understand it is by grace, through faith, we have been saved. And you have to accept that in this faith journey, you need the grace and the mercy of a mighty God on a daily basis. You will fail. You will fall short. Okay, you know, and when we do, what are you going to do about it? Where's your heart in the midst of it? If you've got a religious heart, it's very difficult to come back in the presence of Yahovah because that spirit of religion will stop you reconnecting and it will cause you to take even longer to be unified in the presence of Yahovah. But when you understand it, the grace and the mercy of Yahovah, when you fail, where's your heart? In the midst of all of this, when we fail, and we do, 
and we do fail we do fall short so what do we do when we fail run into the high tower the righteous run into it and they're saved they are safe we have got to run into Yehovah and be safe so look that's what I want to share in opening things up today I don't know what time we're at or where where are we, where is I don't even have a watch down here I don't know how long we've been sharing for um but um anyway what what the the foundation that I want us to to really get here ah it says 41 minutes okay the the foundation of what I want us to get to here is that If we want to experience the voice of Elohim on a greater level, if you want to see the manifestation of signs and wonders and miracles in your life, number one, you need to deal with the flesh. And, and, you know, am I going to walk in the flesh? Am I going to walk in the spirit? It's your choice. So you've got to choose to walk in the spirit. As you continually walk in the spirit, you're going to see the manifestation of the Spirit. But how do we walk in the Spirit? Number one, we deny, we crucify the flesh, we crucify the passions and desires. We say, no, I make a choice. I'm going to live by the Spirit. And the Ruach HaKodesh will empower you to overcome the passions and desires of the flesh. He will empower you. And then the next part is to be led. Father, I want to know the voice of the Ruach HaKodesh. I want to walk in the Spirit, so I want to be led. I'm not going to do this from the basis of um, intellect. I want to be led. So as I study, as I meditate, I expect to hear the inspiration of the Ruach HaKodesh speaking to me. And that's what I want you to capture right now. Are you aligned to hear the voice of the Spirit? And if you are, you're going to experience what it truly means to be what Yeshua talks about. I think it's John 10. My sheep know my voice. You know, they, they, they follow me. They listen to me. And we're going to open up from John chapter 15 tomorrow and really press in on this. But I wanted to get that foundation done. And I want you to think about these things. If you want to experience more of Elohim, if you want to see divine appointments and holy assignments and transformation, let me tell you something. You know what's going to change the the not yet saved? You know what's going to make an impact in your community? It's not how much knowledge you have. It's the demonstration of the Spirit's power manifesting within your family, within your community. That's what's going to bring supernatural change. Don't think it's about, well, you are, you know, there's Joe over there, you know, he's just living right. <laughs> you, know, you know, but when they start to see people supernaturally healed, when they start to see the love of Yehovah manifest and people being saved and delivered and set free, all of a sudden there's a conflict that's going to happen in their heart. I am witnessing with my eyes the reality of a mighty God. Now I've got a choice to make. Am I going to believe it's Elohim? Or am I going to deny its Elohim with the hardness of my heart? And through everything we do, everything we apply our lives to, it should be to bring the manifestation of the kingdom of Elohim to this earth. Because we are citizens of the kingdom. Right now, you're not waiting to become citizens. 
You already are a citizen. That's why you're called an ambassador. The kingdom is already in operation. We're not waiting for the kingdom to manifest in the earthly realm in accordance with, uh, you know, legalism or a legal order. No, you have the authority to overrule the authority of this earth by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, uh, you know, I'm not waiting for things to line up. Do you think Yeshua was waiting when he walked around? Well, you know, I can't do that or say that because of the order of the flesh. I don't think so. He proclaimed the order of the kingdom of Elohim. And we are called to do what? Let your kingdom come, Father. Is that your prayer? Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. So he's, Yeshua is saying we are meant to be manifesting the fullness of the kingdom right here, bringing change to the lives around us. And if this is our focus, you will see, uh, you know, you will experience, you will operate, you will function in the Spirit in a far greater measure because you're dependent on the Spirit in everything that you're saying and everything that you're doing. And then you'll, you'll have the testimony of the manifestation of what the Spirit is doing in your life every day. I'm just watching what the Father's doing even here right now. You know, I'm praying, Father, I've got to sell these vehicles and get things organized so we can move and do the things that we have to do. We have no money to move. And I I said, okay, Father, whatever it takes, prepare the way, make it happen. We haven't even advertised. And, you know, the, the car got sold and it goes on Thursday and, you know, and then, you know, for, for the other vehicles, we're saying, Father, just bring the right people. Let these deals close. Let these things happen. Open up the way to position us in this next phase of the ministry and of our lives. And I see it's by the Spirit, how, how the car was sold. It was by the Spirit. I'm going to leave you with one last thing before we go. We're talking about cars. <laughs> You know, when we moved to America, uh, we put uh, we had a property in America in Charlotte, North Carolina area. Uh, we got the property before we had our visas. Then we went back to the UK to get our visas. I came back into the country and I had just a couple of days to get a vehicle. And I had a good friend um, who was, before he was suicidal, he was difficult. He just came to fix a toilet at our house and... You know, he was a builder of properties and, you know, when the owner of the house called up and asked him to go fix a toilet, you know, he was already suffering with this depression and suicidal and everything. And when he came into the property that we had just moved into, the glory of Yahovah was so powerful that he recognized just the presence of a mighty God. And he falls on his knees in the garage and starts repenting of his sins and says, I need what you people have. You are carrying an anointing of God and I'm suicidal. I want to end my life. I'm, you know, going through. And he was supernaturally transformed. And then he said to me, he said, well, you teach me what it means to walk in the spirit. And I said, well, you know, all you have to do is just be part of our life and you will experience what it means to walk in the spirit. So we became good friends with his family and our family. And, um, when I flew into the country, Haley and Hannah were back in the UK getting their visas. And um, I, I called them up and I said, listen, John, I need you to help me. I've got to get a vehicle, but I've only got this short window. So many hours to find a car. 
can you help me? And he said, yeah, sure. And, you know, what he said, you know, he comes and picks me up, you know, to drive, to go find a car. And I said, John, do me a favor. Pull over and stop at the side of the road right now. I want to pray. Because I don't want this just to be going out to buy a vehicle. I want this to be by the Spirit so we get the right vehicle that the Father intends us to have. He's okay, pulls over, and I start to pray the Father will guide us to the right place. He will open the doors. And then all of a sudden, I started to have a word from the Spirit. And when we find the right place, the Holy Spirit's going to pour out on the dealership. (laughs) And in that dealership, you know, there's going to be salvation. There's going to be revival will happen right there. And this will be a sign that my presence is with you, that I am walking with you, says the Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm prophesying this. I'm proclaiming this. And me and John are sitting in the truck. He's like, man, I sense the presence of a mighty God. I said, you just watch what's going to happen. Hallelujah. Let's go. (laughs) You know, so we drive down the road excited about what the father's going to do. What's he's just told us we're going to have an outpouring of the spirit as we go and try and buy a vehicle and uh you know we walk into to this place and we we see the vehicle and long story short i don't want to extend we get the vehicle i take it for a test drive i say okay i want that vehicle and we're organizing things to get the vehicle and we're just sitting with the salesman you know the salesman's been smoking his cigarette john doesn't have a fish on the back of his car there's he's not wearing a t-shirt saying i'm a believer in yeshua i would just wear normal clothes you know and uh, we're just sitting there, and and this uh, salesman is just filling out the paperwork for the the vehicle. And the owner of the the dealership walks in to the office. This and you know the small office salesman in a you know a car place. He walks in and goes straight down onto his knees and starts howling like a baby, crying out to Yeshua, saying, "Jesus, save me." You know, repenting of his sins. I need help. I, You know, I just sense the presence of God in these people. And I need help right now. Will you set me free? Will you deliver me? Will you save me? And the Holy Spirit was so powerful. And I prayed with him. He repented of his sins. He's, he, he was just washed, transformed. The glory of Yehovah poured out. It was so powerful. They shut the gate to the dealership. And we had a mini revival right there in this uh, car dealership. It was incredible what the Spirit did. It was amazing. And this is what happens as we walk in the Spirit. Do we want to see signs and wonders and miracles? And I don't have one testimony of incredible moves of the Spirit. I have thousands of testimonies of what the Holy Spirit has done. So we have got a choice, walking in the Spirit or walking in the flesh. So when you're going shopping, when you're going to the mall, (laughs) when you're going to work, are you going to work in the flesh or are you going to work in the Spirit? Are you going shopping in the flesh or are you going shopping in the Spirit? Do we know how to tune in? And that doesn't mean that every time something out there has got to happen, But are we alert? Are we ready? Are we willing to see the Father move? So we're going to have a great time as we look at this uh, important subject of how to really know the voice of the Spirit. One of the key things I said there as well, number one, be led by the Spirit, deal with the flesh. We need discipline. That means you've got to crucify, crucify the passions and desires of the human nature. 
you've got to uh, be disciplined, right? I said that before. You've got to be disciplined. I'm not doing this in a proper order. I'm just using my fingers here. You know, we don't have five points on a bulletin or anything like that. But we've got to be disciplined. We've got to meditate on the Word. We have to have a prayer life. We have to have a, a life that seeks to know the Scriptures, to meditate on the Scriptures. But also understand, it's not about, well, did you spend 20 minutes in prayer, followed by 20 minutes in the Word? You know, we're not going to the fitness center for a workout. We're talking about a lifestyle of how we operate and how we get to that place where we are spiritual all the time. So we're, our minds are that, of that of the spirit. You know, we're, we're not walking in the flesh. We're walking in the spirit. We don't want to go back to the carnal nature. We want to be in the spirit. And, you know, we can praise, we can pray in the Spirit, we can walk around and, you know, you might see people and the Father might bring something to you. You might talk to you about what's going on in that person's life. Then start praying for them. And if there's the opportunity to speak into their life, take that opportunity and watch what the Holy Spirit will do. And practice uh, in the presence of Yehovah. Say, Father, speak to me. Give me guidelines to help me understand to know you more. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you're blessed and encouraged with our opening on this uh, here today. Well, look, here's, here's the bottom line. We are te- teaching every single day about what it truly means to live life by the Spirit. Everything we're doing, all the words we're speaking, everything we're talking about, you know, you, you can go back and binge watch on things on YouTube and uh, on, on the Facebook videos uh, and just be blessed and encouraged on, on podcast or Spotify or whatever. And, you know, a lot of these messages, we're dealing with aligning ourselves to be by the Spirit. That's what we're doing. So I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message today, that it has really inspired you and helped you. And, you know, don't be afraid uh, or anxious about trying to be somewhere where you're not. Enjoy growing in Him. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. You don't have to know everything. (laughs) You know, just be led and enjoy the process and you'll see the growth of the Spirit over time. That's great. But, you know, you know, you can't you can't get down and and start groaning in the spirit and think you're going to give birth to something that you haven't built up within your life. You know, even a tree for it to be fruitful there's a whole process and there's a time for the fruit to come forth. And, we, you know, we want to see the fruits of the spirit manifest in our life. So if you've been blessed, and you want to email me. Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. I'd love to hear from you. Send me your prayer requests uh, as well as uh, testimony and feedback. If you're blessed with the ministry, we're in the process of moving. We are walking by faith. Everything we do as this ministry on a monthly basis is by faith. It has always been that way. And, you know, we see a mighty move of the Spirit in every way. If the Ruach HaKodesh is speaking to you, let's get more specific. If he's speaking to you about sowing, serving, uh, and, and committing to, to pray for the ministry, then listen to what the Spirit is doing and you do what he has commissioned you to do and you will see the blessing in being obedient to Yehovah. I thank, uh, thank you for everyone who does give to the ministry and for those who pray for us and stand with us. We really appreciate you standing with us and we pray that everything that we do 
is a blessing to the body of Messiah, to this generation. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.